Welcome to Teachings in the Air. air, air. podcast with Jerry Oldman, coming to you from Hunkameenam Territory with a podcast series about Indigenous men's health and wellness. We aim to inspire, motivate, and empower Indigenous men to be sound in mind, body, and spirit, because that's what health means. This is Jerry Oldman from Teachings in the Air, coming to you from Brandon, Manitoba, the homelands of the Cree, Anishinaabe, Oji, Cree, Dakota, and the Métis peoples. Today I wanted to talk to you about uh, activism or about taking action. You know, because of what's going on now in the world, you know, the injustice that's happened. And as Indigenous people, we, we have felt it. We live it. And I, you know, I've been watching what's going on, you know, and um, it's been painful. And I see my youth, my people, wanting to make noise too. And I've given that message that was given to me. If someone steps on you, if you do not make noise, they'll keep stepping on you. So it's important that if we are being abused or being hurt, actions that that have been taken against us that create pain and suffering, we must come together. We must come, become one and make noise. You know, with the intention of creating change. You know, with the, with the goal that there will be social change, that society will change. 
that we must come together and put our minds together to come up with a plan, you know, to deal with this so it will never, we won't have to talk about it again. You know, it's a difficult task to create social change, but it must be done. We all must work on this. We all must identify what's, and it's so easy for us to tell you what is unjust to us, what is wrong, what is happening in the world against people of color or all of the other ones that are prejudiced against, discriminated, because they're different. So the goal, if we're going to be an activist, is to be part of change. And to do that, we must have some organization, some people with a plan, a plan for the people, for Mother Earth, and I, this, I guess, is the most difficult thing to do. But at the same time, I see tremendous opportunity because of social media and that the words that we release, that we put into the air, that we send out messages to people, we send out a call to action with the indigenous peoples. I've seen that, um, you know, that the American Indian movement in the United States said they had moccasins on the ground. They had members of the American Indian movement protecting businesses and homes in Minneapolis, St. Paul, because of what is going on there. That inspired me, that they were there to protect, you know, to preserve what's a life. And I feel that's... The, that's what the intentions we must have. You know what? This time there's danger. First off, there's a virus. The pandemic is still here. So when we go out in numbers, it'd be hard to adequately protect ourselves from getting this virus because everybody's hollering, everybody's in close quarters. And I had nightmares thinking of some of our people going into those crowds and going back to the community. And that the virus would spread like wildfire amongst our people. So that excitement and that desire to be an activist, we must sit down and meditate on this of how we're going to do it. We already know why we're doing it. But the important question is how? What's the end goal going to be? And to do that, we must have a plan. A plan of where there's justice, absolute fairness for all. You know, when we respond, if we go out just in the excitement of the moment, the heat of the moment, and we're angry and enraged because of what we see and what we know and what we hear that's happening in regards to racism. And, it, we, and we go out and we display that, putting the finger up to the police. 
to the ones that do, they're the ones that are enforcing the law. There's people behind them that make those policies and laws. But what we send out, remember, what we send out comes back to us. So if you go out and rage and screaming and hollering at these people, they're going to come back to you with that same kind of energy. That's my concern, is that we just get wrapped up in the heat of the moment without a plan. And that we just go out angry. And the ones that we're going to be angry at, that's in front of us, are the police and the army at times. And they're like the watchdog. You know, the justice system, it's got enforcement policing, not community policing. They arrest people and put people down that break the law. And of course, they go beyond that at times especially with our people and people of color. So it's important that when we go out, when, when I was an activist and I was 25 years of age and we were doing activism because of police or fisheries officers coming in, cutting nets in the river that our elders were using to catch fish, and that had been going on, you know, and there's a pretty recent history. I've heard one time we could fish and catch a fish we need for the whole winter. And then when they put us on the res and they put the fish and game laws in, then they started arresting our people. When we were breaking their law, and they didn't think about our laws. So that had been going on, and finally there was moccasins on the ground. And I went with, with a group of people from my community to support them. And they had a checkpoint. And this is, I think, the brilliance of indigenous thinking. They had a checkpoint, and they inspected our vehicle. And they said there are to be no alcohol, drugs, or weapons at this encampment, at this event. They checked us out, and they found out we had none. They let us through, and we set up camp. That was, uh, I believe, indigenous, spiritually governed. There were sweats, there were smudge ceremonies, hand drum circles. That I remember being part of that. It was partly what turned my life around from addictions. It just felt so good. I just felt so empowered. And that there's a plan here that we're going to carry on with our fishing rights. That we hadn't given them up. We haven't sold them. So there was a plan. All of the indigenous movements that I've been part of, and there were two where we were activists, it was the same. No alcohol, no drugs. No weapons, no violence. Only identified spokespersons could speak to the media or to the police or to the government. And I believe that was the right way. 
You know, we were doing that, and I and I thought about it till today. There have been some changes, really slow changes, but because of that activism, there has been some. And part of it was was to teach the government how to respond to us, how to dismantle us. You know, so we must keep that in mind too. So my suggestions to you out there that are listening that hear the call of the drums and want to put moccasins on the ground. You choose the safe way. You know, you be secure. You know, when you go out, and if you get involved, if you get mixed up with some people that are anarchists or there that are just there to cause trouble, you'll be taken in too. So you must be very selective. You must use your voice to stop the violence if there's going to be violence. And I really encourage you to do everything you can to protect yourself from the virus. Masks, gloves, hand sanitizers. When you go back to your community, take off all your clothing, throw it into the laundry and shower and, you know... Cleanse yourself. Saddest thing would be someone going out with good intentions, going back to their home and spreading the virus. That would be tragic. And that's what my fear is. That's why I wanted to do this today. I want us to be activists. I want us to become one, though. Not just to go out because we're angry but to have a plan. And we have ways from our people how to govern ourselves, how to work together. That we had goals, we had the seven laws, you know, of generosity and, you know, respect, all of those teachings. We must go with those who are activists. And we must have a plan because when we win, if we don't have a plan, it's going to just carry on the same old, same old. So I'd just like you to, uh, one of them, my boss says, and we're talking about share the, share the message, share the word, you know, share, <laughs> share the messages, the positive messages. And she says, and also say, not the virus. So I'm going to say, pass the word and don't pass the virus. Pass the messages about safety, about security, about the future, and about having a plan. A time when we want to live in a good way. So with that, I'll sign off now and uh, catch you in a rebound. Stay safe, stay distant, clean yourself, and be strong for the ones that are coming behind us. Let's leave a legacy that we go back to our teachings as indigenous people about respect, about knowledge, about generosity, about peace, about equity. So I just wish you the best of today or whenever you listen to this. <laughs>